There has been a wintertime spike in COVID, flu, and other respiratory viruses in our area, and that can lead to problems with your heart. Dr. Deepak Bat is director of Mount Sinai Fooster Heart Hospital. He joins us on the record on WCBS. Dr. Bat, good to talk with you today. So how do respiratory illnesses affect our heart? For a couple of different ways. First, and this might be the more common pathway, is if somebody's really sick, say with influenza, the flu, as it's often called, that might itself prompt a hospitalization and they might have a fever, might be dehydrated. All these sorts of things can predispose, especially in people that have cardiovascular risk factors, to things like the heart attack. So that's one possible way, just being really sick and the strain that places on the body and the heart and any inflammation that's going on from that infection can also sometimes trigger heart attacks. In layman's terms, if you're having trouble breathing, could that put an extra strain on your heart? Yes, for sure. There are lots of complications that can occur from viral infections such as influenza or COVID or RSV. A lot of different viruses out there, especially this time of year, and if somebody gets one of these infections, especially if they get really sick and they're short of breath from it, that can certainly put a lot of strain on the heart and secondarily trigger things like heart attacks or heart failure, especially in people that are susceptible and have a history of heart disease. Well, I was going to ask, can COVID or the flu or RSV actually contribute to a person having a heart attack that they might not have had if they didn't have that respiratory condition? Uh, for sure, that happens. And the more common ways, the way that you and I just discussed, much more rare is when one of these viruses directly infects the heart muscle. That too can occur. And the medical term for that is myocarditis. That is an infection, an inflammation of the heart muscle itself. That is relatively uncommon, but does occur and can be really serious. Though the most common pathway to these viruses causing heart problems is the one that you and I just discussed, sort of getting really sick from influenza or COVID or something like that, and then secondarily running into trouble with the heart from the strain that those viruses and the infections, especially if somebody's sick enough to get hospitalized, puts on their body and their heart. Now, I understand that underlying problems can exacerbate heart issues. What are some of those underlying problems that we should be on the lookout for? So if somebody already has a history of heart disease, like they've had a heart attack in the past or needed stents or bypass surgery, they're particularly vulnerable to running into problems if there's a second hit that is on top of their underlying heart disease. Now they've got a bad case of influenza or COVID or something. That can be a bad one-two punch. COVID, influenza, RSV, these other viruses can cause trouble in anybody, but if you already have heart disease, well, those risks are much higher than they otherwise would be. Likewise, if someone has a history of heart failure already, weak heart muscle, uh, then getting one of these infections on top of that can really trigger a decompensation of the heart function and lead to a hospitalization in its own right, sometimes even to a death. So if you've got a history of heart disease, you want to be particularly careful about trying to avoid getting these different infections and probably vaccinations the best way. Now, some people and men, I guess I'm talking to you, might just say, ah, it's just part of feeling congested. How can we tell if a chest pain is more than just that? Yeah, that's a terrific question. And you're right. Some people do try to minimize symptoms. And you're right. Studies have shown men are more likely than women to minimize symptoms. And it can be tough. I mean, if somebody's otherwise young and healthy, 
you know, what's the likelihood that it's more than a cold? It, it can be hard for the person to sort out themselves. That's why I focus in particular on people that are older, that have cardiovascular disease that's known, that have risk factors for heart disease like diabetes and high blood pressure. Those are the people where if they're having some symptoms they can't tell, they should really be more concerned, maybe have a lower threshold to calling 911. The tricky part, though, is even that person that's relatively younger and healthier can occasionally run into trouble. Much more rare, but heart problems do occur even in the young. But statistically speaking, much more likely to occur the older someone is, the more risk factors like high blood pressure, high cholesterol, diabetes, smoking, things like that, obesity that they have. I know we've probably heard these before, but what are some good tips for lowering our risk of heart disease? Sure. So in general, to lower the risk of heart disease, it starts with identifying the risk factors for heart disease that I mentioned and then treating them. Sometimes just with lifestyle changes like a good healthy diet, a regular exercise, sometimes with medications. Uh, so that would involve seeing the doctor. So both things are important. So the key risk factors for heart disease are things like high cholesterol, high blood pressure, diabetes, smoking, being overweight. Controlling those risk factors, especially if they're controlled very well, could prevent 70 to 80 to even 90% of heart disease. It's not going to prevent 100%. And those risks that are attributable to this time of year, the infections we were talking about there, you know, for people that are otherwise good candidates for vaccination, especially older people, especially people that are older and have heart disease or heart disease risk factors, that's probably the best thing to do just to prevent the infection. Dr. Deepak Bat is director of Mount Sinai Fooster Heart Hospital. Good information, doctor. Thank you for talking with us today. Great being with you. Thanks so much.